Welcome to the 113th episode of the Cars Cast Movie Cast. Uh, Jeff. <laughs> that was the somberest intro you've ever done. <laughs> it's it's the late night episode. It's it's where we're <laughs> um You're like, uh yeah. Uh yeah, welcome hello, to the welcome final to the episode ever. Final episode. Um, of the Cars cast. You're like, it actually, Whatever Jeff cast. died. It's pretty Jeff. sad around here these days. <laughs> Jeff, uh, did you hear what Joe did today? Uh, who, who's Joe? Joe Mama. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, yeah, I see how it is. <laughs> That's what I, I told Jeff before this. I was like, I'm not as, uh, asking a trivia question today because I got something funny to do. And that was what it... See, It's actually unbelievable that you were so <laughs> convinced that that was a good idea. That you're like, you know what? We're skipping the normal thing and I'm going to do that. <laughs> I saw a tweet right before uh, you logged on that was that said, best part about Joe Biden being president is you can always ask someone, did you hear what Joe did? And they'll always assume you're talking about Biden. They ask what, and then you say Joe Mama works every time now. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't it, assume I, it was Joe and Biden. I was, you said, well, it still worked, but it's less yeah, fun because you didn't I'll, know. I'll give it that, yeah. You were talking, I was talking about Joe Biden. Yeah, well, I actually wasn't talking about Yeah, Biden. well, the thing is, you have a roommate right now who, who actually, doesn't go by Joe, but no. if, you know, <laughs> they go by so, Joey. It'd be funny if he did. Yeah, I'm that's why I was Joe. like, maybe that's an. I was like, maybe that's a new thing that I missed out on by not being there the last year. I could be talking about Joe Cronin, another friend. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just dox all your friends. Yeah, I'll just. <laughs> I could be talking about Joe Kerr, um, the Joker. Uh, <laughs> uh, for a second, like I just thought of Steve Kerr, who was a basketball player in the '90s. <laughs> Joe Kerr. <laughs> um. Which did they just announce like Joker two? Yeah, they did. They did. That's the um, news. We just that was I our know greatest transition. There's there is ever. like so much news we could talk about, and that's one is Joker two will reportedly be co written by the original movie's director and co writer Todd Phillips, uh, which is hey, did you ever watch Joker? Yeah, did I we remember ever? we talked about this. Uh, I saw it we in did. Hungary. Yep, yep. Which and that's when I, I was confused because they uh, like rotoscoped the, in his notebook into Hungarian. Yeah. So I was like, "What the <laughs> hell is this? Like, this guy's crazy. He's writing into some weird language." Yeah. But that was just Hungarian. But then I was like, "Wait a second. <laughs> you were watching it like GeoGuessr, and you were like, "We got to be in Hungary." Yeah. Um. <laughs> Hungarian, which I think I've mentioned once, is because uh, you talk about a lot about languages. Yeah, as yeah. a group, I didn't mean to single you out. I didn't mean right. Carson. Carson talking about languages? really into languages. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we you know we both are interested in language. Yeah, we like but language. Hungarian is the most difficult European language to learn. I believe it because that yeah. language. Anytime I see it on GeoGuessr, I'm like, what's going on here? Yeah, it it's very confusing. It's my theory um, is that everyone in Hungary is a genius. Yeah, and probably. that's how they all understand that language. Mm-hmm. That's why, <laughs> yeah, 
That's why Joker in Hungary is such a yeah. interesting movie because he's a genius. Because he's right. Uh, I don't know. Are you trying to get me to say that the Joker is like a normal Hungarian? No, no, no. I was, <laughs> I was. There was some bit there that I couldn't get to, so I just cut it yeah, off. Yeah, I want to say I, I was in Hungary. Um, lovely people. Uh, they were not like the Joker at all. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. You think people from like out of the states watch uh, Joker and are like, "Damn, America's crazy." <laughs> like, I bet a few <laughs> do that. Yeah, but just like, wow. Yeah, probably not. Um, what else? I oh, mean, you the, you'd have to be kind of dumb. Yeah, to be like, yeah, to, to, because it's, it's a, a fictional about a clown. Yeah, <laughs> Gotham City must be crazy. That fictional city. Yeah, they have all that Which, crime. Generally, Gotham City is Chicago. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They did Wait, film are you the, new the Batman. He... Guess we'll have to find out. <laughs> How do you think I got these scars? Yeah, one um... <laughs> like one episode. You should just have full on Joker makeup on. We should never bring <laughs> just, that up. We just move on like it's normal. <laughs> Welcome back. Um, just an even more somber begin. Um, intro. Uh. What was I going to bring up? Oh, the other news. The news I was actually going to talk about. Yeah. Oh, is, I think I know. Oh, I don't I don't think you know. There's uh, well there's an actual thing that I think would be cool that I think we're both excited yeah. about and then there's another thing that I do I'm confirmed okay. we don't care about. So I think the thing that you think that I thought you were thinking of is was. the date for French French yeah. dispatch. Yeah. That that was announced. Um that French Dispatch yeah. and uh, Last Night in Soho will be released on the same day, October 22nd. Uh, big day. So that's cool. Yeah, big day. Jackass 4 will also be released by then. So Wow. Uh, big day at the theater, apparently. Wow. Um, but yeah, I've I watched both trailers. I mean, the French Dispatch one's been out for like a year, but I watched the new Last Night in Soho trailer, and it looks pretty good. Pretty good. I watched um, the French Dispatch trailer, yeah, like a year ago. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen it since. I rewatched it today because of the release date, and I, I'm i just going to come clean and say I have no idea what that movie is about. Um, there were like... Yeah. <laughs> it is, I was so confused. I, I really think that, you know, Wes Anderson films are just going to be eventually, and this I think is the start of it, just pure, like cameo yeah it's just you're gonna it's gonna be about 80 different famous people and they're all gonna be on screen for three minutes each yep yep and that's pretty much what the french the french dispatch cast is insane yeah it's got like every famous person in it which is cool but and i think wes is the only director where it's like when you see that you're not worried because i feel like a lot of movies if they have stacked casts it's usually actually a pretty bad movie but right this one looks pretty good. Um, they're like the thing about this that I'm excited. I'm excited about it because they didn't just like give in and release it on demand or like give up on the whole distribution thing. Like they they pushed back on it entirely until they could have a proper awards run, which means it must be a good movie because they did not want to waste it. So yeah, it's pretty exciting. I guess. Unlike Scoob, unlike Scoob. <laughs> Yeah, Scoob, right when the pandemic, right when the pandemic started, they're like, okay, Scoob's on HBO Max. 
yeah. Like, yeah, get, no get Scoob out. <laughs> Let's get Scoob out so we don't have to worry about it. Um, yeah, Scoob and Tom and Jerry. They were like, yeah. let's just get all the animals off off yeah. our lists right away. And yeah. then Scoob, get down you to knew business. Scoob was going to be messed up when they didn't even let Matthew Lillard do the voice. Do the voice, yeah. Shaggy. Exactly. You know, I might uh, be doing a video on Matthew Lillard from being Really? Honest. Yeah, I've had a Matthew Lillard video in the books for a while. Yeah. And Okay, uh, that actually yeah. sounds good. I don't it's, watch all... I'm going to come clean. I don't watch every single one of your, hey. your videos. For a long time, um, you didn't watch any of them, so that's a yeah, step up. Um, true. I mean, that's yeah, fair. But now I've I watch told my some friends. Of them. Yeah. What have what? you told your friends? I've just like told my friends that like I prefer. I don't prefer, but I could not give less of a shit if they don't watch my yeah. videos because I'm like, well, it's to weird. be fair, we hang you also out. Have, like, yeah, you also have like uh, two hundred thousand other people who will watch them. That's you don't true. Need me. I mean, I, I don't. Yeah, who aren't my friends, but are my fans. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I said that. I didn't need to be said. You guys, kind of like let's a, make it very clear. We're not, we're not friends. We are. <laughs> Except for Monroe Page. What? <laughs> and, and the other patrons. Because we actually do hang out. Yeah, we pick favorites, and it's the people that pay us monthly on Patreon. <laughs> um, yeah, not just Monroe Page. Honestly, everyone who shows up to the yeah. hangout, it's always a good time. You'll hear all the names in the end. That's one of yeah. the perks. Um, Monroe Page just gets like an extra shout out for... <laughs> being funny in the zoom hangouts <laughs> um uh the news i was actually talking about let's just get it out of the way i'm ready is the friends reunion um okay i was aware of that but i didn't think you that was your news <laughs> that's what i told you i was like you're never gonna see it coming but uh yeah um there's well i went on variety like i do and there's mm-hmm. this article posted at 5 a.m this morning um <laughs> I had to specify that. Uh, that says it just says David Schwimmer still holds a grudge against Marcel and seventeen other things learned from Friends: The Reunion. Um, mm-hmm. And here's the thing: my family watched Friends when I was growing up. Yeah, yeah. And I am of the age where I remember the original run. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, that's the thing. Like I'm old enough to where up and up until I was in like high school. Mm-hmm. everyone watched shows when they aired on tv yeah we didn't on demand really was like you know hulu had things but hulu was the only one and it was just stuff on network and it was like you could get it like a day or a week after it aired mm-hmm. on tv yeah so yeah we always would sit in the couch and like watch friends yeah i mean friends is like <laughs> friends is a family show you know yeah um when you're fr- well it's really a friends show <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, we missed out on a good segue from the friends bit to f- talking about friends. Um, these guys are friends; they're not fans; they're friends. Yeah, um, they're friends. They like, are. They're, they're what we have. Yeah, right. Except they don't for watch that, my videos. Um, they all they live in the same city. Yeah, yeah. We actually don't live in the same city. That's we true. don't. Not even in the same state. No. Honestly, I think you live closer to like you know New York City, Oregon than. Yeah. You lived to well, me. it's about the it's same. It's probably actually. the same. Yeah, I'm yeah. right in the middle of the country, and you're yeah. all the way down there. All the um, way down there. I'm yeah. I'm near you know Cuba. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, Never I'm gonna been. be down there. I'm gonna be in your area tomorrow, Jeff. Actually, going to Tennessee. Yeah, uh, Tennessee's not <laughs> in my area. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something. Tennessee. Are you sure is, about is, that? <laughs> 
Uh, depending on what part of Tennessee, Tennessee is actually the midway point from Chicago to Florida. So you're going to be halfway wow. to me. Okay. But uh, Tennessee is the south. It's like the deep Tennessee south. is more of the south than Florida. Yeah. That's it, true. Culturally. Yeah. Uh, Florida is its own thing. Mm-hmm. What what city? Uh, Tazewell. Which Tazewell? Is Tazewell. <laughs> that sounds like you made it up. <laughs> it's, I didn't. I didn't. I'm going there for a retreat situation. With, <laughs> like, yeah. Okay, yeah. I was like, Tazewell sounds like you were like, okay, the city in Tennessee. Uh, it's, uh, okay, it's like you committed to the T because of Tennessee. You know, like, as As well. well. As well. Taz Tennessee as well. well. Yeah. Um <laughs> Well, are you have uh well. cuz you're the only T as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you yeah. should honestly, I think when you get there use that line. I think I will. I think I will. At my, the first gas station we stop at. Um Yeah. Yeah. Uh well, yeah, friends is back. And then you just you just hammer that emergency fuel shut off button, <laughs> and then run away. Um, how long have we been recording for? We should probably get into the movie. Um, okay, what else do you have to say about the friends reunion? I had nothing else to say. I just wanted to say friends are back. Um, friends are back. Friends are back. <laughs> friends are back in town. Friends are back. Friends are back in town. Um, uh, there's um someone who I worked like a Chicago comedian who now lives in LA who was yeah. in the they were in the pilot of what we do in the shadows. Okay. Um, they get killed like immediately. Oh, um, that's unfortunate. Yeah, but uh, I worked with them on like some comedy video for Nate Verone, who was a guest. Yeah, Veroni. Uh, yeah. but they just the reason I'm mentioning this is because today they on Twitter posted that. They made this song that was the Friends theme song, um, <laughs> but to the tune of the Cheers theme song. Uh, so really... their name is Jameson Webb, if you're interested. Nice. Uh, I was about to say you plug. That's yeah. awesome. It's pretty funny. Yeah. And it's them <laughs> singing it, too, so it's even funnier. Yeah. Um, I was about to ask. Well, no, actually, I'm going to keep it. You'll see. You'll figure it out. I'll see. It had something to do with music, but I'm going to leave that part of the podcast okay, yeah. for later. I think I know where you're uh, going with this. Yeah. Um, cool. I got to say, though, you talking about friends, you kind of have a 90s hair and outfit situation going on. I do. I uh, And I have like these sandals. I don't know if you saw my sandals on Twitter. I saw but, the uh, picture because you were afraid yeah. that people were going to see your feet. Yeah, my toes. I'm not, I refuse to show my toes on the web. Yeah. Cause, and honestly... Can I be honest? It's because of the subreddit. I feel like the subreddit will just have yeah. a field day with my toes. Yeah, Even though I, I have, have to... normal toes, but, you know. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I I mean, it'd be fine if you didn't have normal toes, but yeah, it's nice that you do. I just, yeah, right. That's um, a, out of context. That's a really weird soundbite, isn't nope. it? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just stop talking about toes. I'll just, um, I'll, just uh, I'll throw that one on the TikTok. Yeah, yeah, that'll, that'll go on the talk, the toes. Yeah, plug in that toes. we are... See, and this is a quick plug, and then we'll get into the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we I started doing a highlight channel like a couple, like a month or two ago, and then I was like, wait a second. This seems like it's not that good of an idea. So yeah. then my brother was doing a lot of TikTok stuff for his podcast, and it like was working pretty well. Mm-hmm. So then I was going to flip the idea. Now we're going to do TikTok and like short-form stuff that I'm going to throw on the YouTube highlight channel. Yeah, so and uh, it's check doing that out. 
pretty well, right? Um, um I mean, let for me the check. fact that we I promoted it at 1 a.m. and then someone yeah. said, I, I posted at 1 a.m. because I was like, I'm going to forget to do this tomorrow. So I posted it right before I went to sleep. And then someone commented on Twitter, besties, it's 1 a.m. <laughs> I was That's like, you. honestly, fair enough. Fair enough, yeah. Um, I, I just liked it. I'm like, then. I have no response to this. Yeah, you just had just, to acknowledge. Just accurate. It, is, it was 1 a.m. Um, cool. Well, yeah, let's just get into the movie, right? Um, I'm today, down. Oh, thought I was going to burp. Uh, today we're talking about uh, St. Maud. Uh, the horror movie from I don't even know what year to say. Technically, it premiered at a festival in 2019, and then it had some sort of release in 2020, but it hasn't become available, I think, in the U.S. until 2021. So this is okay. So 2021, could, we'll say. Yeah, we'll say 2021. French Dispatch, technically. Yeah, I'm just like this. That, yeah, yeah, it it could go either way. Who knows with these? Same thing with like Portrait of a Lady on Fire because it was that's a, playing yeah. in other places in 2019 and then 2020 when it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's all confusing. Well, hey, today we're talking That'll about the same solved, though. It'll be solved when everything's on demand. Yeah. Yeah. There are no theaters. With Scoob. Scoob is definitely a 2020 film, I guess. Yeah. Uh, this is a 2019 film. Well, I guess 2020 or 2021 film. Directed by Rose Glass, which is a cool name. That is a I'm cool gonna name. say it. Like Rose let me just actually fact check that in case I just made that name up. <laughs> Wait, which if you did, you should use that as your new alias. I should use that, yeah. No, it's Rose Glass. Um so yeah, and uh it, the it's about the synopsis reads, Maud is a reclusive young nurse who imp- whose impressionable demeanor causes her to pursue a uh <laughs> we got a tough word here. Uh Pious? Pious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pious. 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 Definitely not Pious. Uh, Path of Christian devotion after an obscure trauma. Now charged with the hospice care of Amanda, a retired dancer ravaged by cancer, Maud's fervent faith quickly uh, inspires an obsessive conviction that she must save her words, or Ward's soul from eternal damnation, whatever the cost. That felt like it took me like three years to say. (laughs) Yeah. That was... And, but uh, and, honestly, uh, I like hearing you read. Thanks. thanks. I'm gonna say it. I'm not. Hey, I'm not ashamed. Someone had to say it. Um, <laughs> yeah. This is okay. It's very funny that this is the second movie. This is honestly a lot like our movie last week. Just in that it is a very short movie that's very spooky and kind of kind of scare on the scary yeah, side. Yeah, actually. Um, and I. Yeah, I don't know why we're on this run in the middle of May, uh, and not in October. But <laughs> yeah, we're doing the horror movies, I guess. Uh, and these are, I think, the two most like the last two weeks have been the two most horror, yeah, type films we've seen. Yeah, absolutely on the entire podcast because we don't yeah. do horror that often, and we're just kind of on a kick yeah. here. There, there's enough uh, horror in our everyday lives right you you guys should see us after the podcast just, uh, we, yeah things get Dude, terrifying I, yeah we just we read the news and that's <laughs> all the horror i need <laughs> the real horror movie was the friends reunion right um uh <laughs> it was ross talking about how he doesn't like a monkey yeah yeah um yeah i don't know i don't know where to start with this one um and that glad we took so long to do the intro because um 
it's gonna be this is a, a, one of the tougher ones to talk about yeah i mean i think there's some really interesting broader themes and the way religion is depicted yeah. as kind of you know an outlet for mental illness almost mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um yeah but yeah i mean I, I think we can start off with like less deep things than less that I was, yeah yeah i, Did I you would like say it? i liked it i think yeah I my story with Saint Maud is I first heard of this movie back at TIFF in 2019, uh, where I had the opportunity to see a press screening of it. It was like a midnight press screening, um, and this was like one of the very first screenings of the movie ever. Uh, and no one knew if it was any good or not. And I was just like, oh, that that looks cool. Like I'll check that out. And I decided not to go because I had an early morning screening of. The Mr. Rogers movie, It's Such a Beautiful Day or In the Neighborhood or something, which a very different movie. And I also yeah. ended up not going to that movie. So I could have gone to see this like three years ago and two it years ago. Kind of. Yeah. The, the way you just described that, though, made it sound like the entire time you were at TIFF, you were just partying. Yeah. <laughs> you were like, yeah, I just didn't go to any movies. I ended up just going <laughs> clubbing in Toronto. Yeah. That's what, yeah. So that's kind of what it was. You're like me and Arturo <laughs> just uh, hit hit the town, hit it up. Yeah, I hung out with like a bunch of uh, Cars Cast alums at that festival. Yeah. I hung Dude, out with once Arturo. Festivals in person are a thing. We gotta we gotta go. We're going to TIFF. We're gonna apply for TIFF this year. Yes. Yeah, it was it was me, Arturo, Amanda, Adam from YMS, and I think some other people that I might be forgetting. But yeah good times one of my favorite festivals um but yeah the, anyways i didn't see this at that festival <laughs> that was my story um yeah but i it just like i feel like you did last week where i don't even know how to talk about the movie or half of what this movie is about i just feel i the thing is like i it's it's a very unsettling and scary movie that uh yeah. has some very strong and sort of well executed themes of like the plot described like there's like trauma in there and like yeah that and religion but i'm just like i'm not smart enough to <laughs> take those two things and form a well-crafted yeah well, analysis of it it's also difficult because obviously we're both very cognizant of the fact that um trauma and trying to like the way you talk about trauma within a film yeah um, you don't want to just throw like ideas out there right you yeah. don't think through that well no yeah because that can be not nah, i don't because obviously we're just two idiots talking so i'm not saying it's necessarily harmful but i think that it, it's just something you don't want to be like well uh trauma that's crazy that's right cool. like yeah yeah so um. so it is hard to try to rationalize you know the depiction of trauma within a film and, and try to um kind of quantify the motivations of the characters that are experiencing that trauma totally yeah um so yeah i think jeff and but, i will just talk about yeah. the movie then yeah <laughs> in I a mean, different it, way saying that saying that what i will say about that with with that very um important preface um mm -hmm. is that a little bit it felt kind of on the nose that they directly linked the trauma that the character experienced to kind of going on this um like ptsd kind of yeah 
pathway that directly led to her using religion as mm-hmm. in this like hyper sensationalized way yeah yeah i don't know it, it it felt like a like a little bit much to me but obviously it's a film where that's the only that's way the, it, the film works yeah. that's right you know. yeah i think it was a mixture of like what you just said and also i think my main way i've been like thinking about it basically this movie some my thoughts on this movie summarized is like very terrifying and effective but pretty disjointed um mm-hmm. i just think like this is one of those movies that uh and honestly it might grow on me because of this where there's a lot of like really cool and interesting ideas that all feel interchangeable in a way mm-hmm. like i didn't feel like there was much of a i guess and and this some people might disagree with me on this but i didn't feel like there was the build or, or arc that i think needed to happen for a movie that's so uh bare boned and and like character driven instead it just felt like one uh kind of like crazy thing after another that sort of like link together and lead to the next thing and then it all kind of comes together in the last 10 minutes and i'm like i wish that was happening earlier you know yeah um, it, that's actually honestly I've been trying to wrap my head around this and the way you phrased it was definitely a lot of the things that I was feeling that I couldn't um, explain yeah. that well. Yeah. So uh, so well done. I'm going to give you a Thanks, round man. of applause. Thanks. Just... I'll give myself one, you know. I'll... Good job, Karsten. Nice <laughs> nice analysis. Thanks, Jeff. Um, yeah, I, no, I agree. Cause, and if we're relating this to, again, the film we saw last week, um, you know, Perfect Blue. Yeah. Uh, that film is so layered mm-hmm. to to where you know it disorients you in a way that where it kind of flows where this yeah. it did feel like a bunch of individual sequences that were just chained together yeah where i didn't feel like i was necessarily experiencing a loss for myself of like time and place in the same mm-hmm. way as perfect blue and I, and I think that's that was at the detriment uh, of being fully invested in the film because I never was really trying to to figure anything out. I was just like, okay, this person is clearly, you know, way too into using religion as like this absolute for mm-hmm. this uh, zealousness where they're just like driving it in this one direction and they're going to keep doing that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It, it was like very like single note in in that way for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, it is weird. And this was completely unintentional that we watched Perfect Blue in this back to back. And they're very different movies, but they are very similar in the way that they are, they are using horror the way they are in that it's not horror in the traditional sense, but it's like applying that to personal, I'll say yeah. the word again, like trauma and stuff. Um, but that's the thing. It's like Perfect Blue they're both also like the same runtime. They're both very short movies that do so much, but perfect blue felt so precise and intentional with every like second it spent mm-hmm. on the screen. Whereas St. Maud, it's like, there were some moments in here, especially near the middle kind of when she's like, just, I don't know, kind of letting loose a bit. And I was just like, I don't really, <laughs> yeah, I don't see how this scene, like, 
I was just thinking about the editing of this, and I'm like, I don't see yeah. why this scene is here and not before the scene yeah. that came before uh, it. I'm like, they could all be mixed around and it'd be the same movie. <laughs> yeah, because that scene really felt like there were like, we need to insert this very important flashback sequence, so we got to have her go to the bar now. Yeah. Like, it didn't feel like that made that much... I don't know. It Yeah, it, it really could have been the same film if you flipped around a bunch of the scenes. Totally. And that's the thing. It's like, this might be a movie that really grows on me or that on the second watch really hits home. Because there is a movie that's a lot like this that I saw a few years ago uh, called uh, You Were Never Really Here. It's a long title, but uh, that movie is not like this, but it, it, it is similar in that it's a bit more on like the slow i don't want to say experimental side but it's it's definitely like the scenes don't connect to each other the way they usually do in movies Mm -hmm. and um it just like that was a movie that really grew on me because i I was like something about it was really effective and actually it all worked together really well and i do think that saint maude as a whole piece works really well especially in the context of i guess like the ending but yeah as of now I found myself being like, this movie is already really short and a lot of it could have been trimmed down. And I don't, I think that's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, no, I totally feel the same way. And I think like tonally and and production design wise, this film was like dead on where it Mm -hmm. needed to be. Yeah. Um, And I think the ending was great, but yeah, this felt like it could have been some super weird, like 50 minute film yeah yeah absolutely and i think it would have had the exact same effect Mm -hmm. i will say um it did have like while we're just like talking about like individual scenes i guess like it had some pretty crazy moments um there's like the whole scene where she uh and these are just like parts that i really like is when she has the nails in her shoe and yeah kind of walks around with those and there's like this very small but like subtle sound that they do every time she takes a step. Yeah, and I was just I like, know. oh I, I my not. god. <laughs> and then same thing with the, like the peeling like the skin off the hand. Yeah, yeah. That is what? something I really like about it is just the sound design, which is so yeah. so good. It you know what great. though? Some of this film, they could do these as stunts in Jackass Four. <laughs> they walk around with nails in their shoes. <laughs> Yeah, this was actually that was Johnny Knoxville in uh, makeup <laughs> that we were watching. Yeah, <laughs> it was craziest stuff. I mean, Johnny yet. Knoxville, there was that photo where Johnny Knoxville was wearing like kind of like a big robe type thing. Yeah, and you know they were in a robe in this film at the yeah, end. Yeah, so. true. On the tight on the topic of Johnny Knoxville, I just I don't know if you read it, but there's this big GQ profile on him, and I never I, I don't I don't read, but I saw it on my Twitter and was like, I'm gonna give this a shot. Um, and it was fascinating. Johnny Knoxville yeah. is like a very different guy now, but he's also just like, well, first of all, he's old. The man is old and yeah. it's just wild, uh, seeing where the jackass crew is now. And I didn't even know they were making another movie, but yeah, it's, yeah. It's, I, I always happening. like more recently realize that everyone is a lot more complex than, you know, like the kind of caricatures. Uh, yeah. I think this is especially <laughs> true for people that 
were famous in like the 2000s more than recently yeah yeah because you there you only would see them like very brief bits where they'd be like here's mm-hmm. a photo of them in a tabloid yeah or you know here's the actual film they're in mm-hmm. um where now you see like a lot more of people's lives but i don't know i think it's interesting where obviously they were pitched as like these like huge simpletons jumping mm-hmm. off roofs and stuff but you know yeah everyone's more complicated than you think Garson. that's so hey you know what that's true jeff <laughs> even you and i right yeah We're very complicated individuals <laughs> yeah um yep. when we're not yeah. on the podcast we um we actually never talk Karsten, yeah. what he he does is right when the podcast ends he sends me a meme that's it's like um the wily e. coyote holding up the sign and it just says jeff don't talk to me loser <laughs> it's not it's not even a good meme it's not funny but he sends no, it to me no it's actually very unfunny that i do that i just <laughs> um I, something takes over when we <laughs> shut this off <laughs> When the mics turn off, you don't know what you're getting into. Um, I don't know why that's what I went with. That's not even a meme. Like, no one does that, right? No one actually just edits the... People should, though, shouldn't they? Oh, I always... Well, well, are you saying that specific picture or just any yeah, picture out picture. there? Yeah, no, people don't do that. Um, it could, they could, though. They it's could. The sign. They probably have, but it's not sure the they have, meme it's not of big. the week, for sure. Big. Yeah. Um, anyways. Uh, yeah, there was... There was now, what are you gonna say? Oh, I was gonna say, how do you feel about the way they spelled mod? Oh, um, you know, I kind of prefer an e. Yeah, like the Harold and Mod type of yeah. situation. It just feels more balanced. Yeah, they should actually like double feature that and and this. Um, but yeah, no, yeah. My, I I never even actually considered that for a second. I was like, what do you mean? What's another way to spell mod? But with an e, that's the way you do it. Um. Yeah. What if it's like uh, just M A D and you just pronounce it mod? <laughs> mod, mods, Mickelson. Um, I thought go. you were saying M A W D, like mod. No. Like, oh god, no. that kind of, you know. All right. No. Um, what? Okay, I I guess this isn't a spoiler. We because we're not gonna spoil it. I think it's actually pretty well known that the, you know, we just won't get into details, but. The final yeah. shot of this movie is yeah horrifying, and especially because yeah it lasts like half a second, <laughs> but it's just oh, like yeah. the thing is, it's like I had heard that. That's like one of the things I knew about the film going into it is like a bunch of friends of mine were just like the last like five seconds of this, not even five seconds, half a second of this movie is disturbing, and I was like unsettled the whole movie, and then that last shot happened, and I was like frozen. I was just like. Yeah, it was really something about it was really not uh, not good. Um, yeah, <laughs> I didn't like it. I mean, no. you're you're like so, I don't know what it was. Something, something about, about it. Though. it. Um, we all know without what spoiling it, was. it. Yeah, yeah, we know what the thing about it was that was bad. Yeah, but it was. I mean, I say that sentence did not sound good. No. <laughs> we know the thing about you know, it that it was, was bad. bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but. I I don't want to say like I didn't like it. I thought that was like I honestly wish more of the movie like went that crazy because I love it when a movie is is like just I love a horror mm-hmm. movie that is scary and that was a very scary way to end the movie and I'm just like I wish so much of this wasn't a build and was instead like kind of tapping into what they were doing there. 
Yeah. Um, it it did feel a lot like this film. They wrote the ending and then just had to piece together a film in front of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's actually it's a good point because it is a really good ending, but it just feels it's a great like ending, a lot but of pieces. The rest of it. And again, I don't. And you were dead on when you were saying that even though it's only what eighty two or so minutes, mm-hmm. it still feels like it could have been shorter. Yeah, I think a root of this is, and honestly, this is like kind of similar to what we were talking about. Perfect Blue is a lot of that ending without spoiling it. Is like I think part of why it's horrific is because you're so used to I guess this uh, how this false reality that she's living in. Um, that when yeah. you cut back to reality, that's why it's so terrifying. And I'm just like, that's why I wish they did that more often in the movie. Cause that's such a right. cool thing to explore the way they were it, doing this. And it just it, was not clearly Maude was experiencing a very alternate reality. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but you only really as an audience member feel that briefly. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, which is honestly, it's a little bit funny because there's a scene <laughs> you know where like her friend who she used to work with Mm -hmm. was there and she's just being a weirdo yeah yeah so where of course i think it could have been effective if we were in in mod's headspace right but instead it was rather than in the we were in in the real world (laughs) we were just like okay she's just kind of she's kind of strange yeah um (laughs) yeah yeah not to say this movie's I mean, funny, it, it, but it, I will be fair. We were briefly in her headspace in that scene. Yeah, and I, it, but I think that I don't know the fact that it was like kind of like not fully. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just didn't work as well as I think that scene could have worked. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I guess some closing thoughts. Uh, is like I I thought the cinematography was very beautiful. Um, like there's yeah. some really cool shots in here. Um, that I don't know. I, I've just like never seen the types of stuff that they do in here before, which is cool. Um, and the score I thought was really haunting. The score reminded me surprisingly a lot like the, the lighthouse, just like these big blaring horns. And I did not expect that either. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. So yeah. Nice. Nice sound and visual. I personally am starting to kind of get, um, annoyed at the color palette of this film. Yeah. You, I don't know if you know what I mean. I, I didn't think through this thought at all to, to like I'll have it ready to, to talk about. So this is going to sound really <laughs> dumb. But just the the just the just color palette this film uses is very typical for this type of film mm-hmm. in the last, you know, whatever, five years. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. You know what I'm talking about? Do you have a better way to describe I know what this? you're talking about. And... I don't want to be that guy and say, I can't, I, I'm going to, let me, I'm just going to say it. Um, I don't want to be that guy and say that it's the A24 look. And because halfway through this movie, I was like, God, this looks so much like, I was like, the movies that this looks a lot like are like the farewell and honestly like Midsummer in a few ways and hereditary. And uh, I'm just like, for a second, I was like, maybe A24 just has, like, the hookup with some camera. They, some, like, color they, like, house. Where yeah. Just, like, they use the same, like, cameras just, and yeah. colors. In the, in the same guy colors. Yeah. I'm like, there's something that 
connects all these movies, even though they're all very unique and shot yeah. very differently. They all kind of look the same. But then I was like, this movie wasn't produced by A24. I think it was just picked up by them and then later distributed. Mm-hmm. So I was like, obviously that debunks everything I just said. But yeah, it, yeah. this but does you know have, I, mean? I don't know. I, it's got I don't that know modern age. film look that yeah. does not, it does, a, a, it just doesn't separate itself from everything mm-hmm. else being made, which I think, uh, is yeah, it was it was something I was like thinking about during it. I was like, this is a very modern art house movie. Yeah, I I should have like analyzed this a little bit more before making this point, and then I could have had a bit more like no. of a, a film verbiage tinge to what I'm saying, and talking <laughs> about like saturation and contrast and stuff. But, but you know what I'm saying? I'm just gonna. The only thing I'm gonna stick to is saying my eyes thought it looked funny. Yeah. Hey, that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't make that a poll quote for the movie. Yeah. I will say. Something about the editing here and the sound design, and I don't. This is sometimes a good thing and sometimes a bad thing. Is that it's edited like a trailer, because there's that one scene where the score is like kind of like a TikTok thing where it's like, dun, dun, and she's like flicking the lighter on and off, and it like synced up with the music. And I was like, this is kind of cool, and it's also just kind of corny for some. I'm just like, I feel like I'm watching a trailer right now. I don't know. <laughs> I'm really making myself out to not like this movie, but I did like it. <laughs> I'm just like, there's a lot of just very, I don't know. I, I don't know. Small details that kind of, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, anyway, uh, I guess we'll close up our thoughts here. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think I'm good. I'm ready to give it a, the old, the old rating. rating. Yeah. What, what were you thinking? I, for me, you know, because obviously these ratings are not completely objective and obviously no rating ever is, but I'm going to go three. Three. All right. I'm, I was going to go three and a half, which might sound surprising considering how we really like didn't, <laughs> we kind of laid into this movie, Yeah. but I still liked it. I still really, yeah. I, I still had a good time. I mean, I didn't have a good time, but I was like, this is a very, it's a, it's a very effective horror movie. Yeah. That could have tightened a few screws here and there. Yeah. Like, it, I wouldn't really recommend it to someone offhand, but if someone's like, hey, I'm looking for a horror movie. Yeah, you could be, be like, like, a really this good one's one. Pretty, it's pretty good, yeah. and it's very short. Mm-hmm. I will say, I watched this at the perfect time to watch it, which was like 30 minutes past midnight. I started it then. Yeah. So I was like deep into, I was just like really tired and watching it after midnight i was like this is yep. the experience that i think i should be uh, having the only better time to watch it probably would have been during the press screening at tiff yeah which was also <laughs> a midnight screening so that that would have been <laughs> that would have been fun um anyway that's saint mod it's available on hulu i think with it is that's yeah. where i watched it that's where I watched it too. So through epics, through epics. I don't know. I don't I know what the deal is with that. Didn't know but, what that was either. Um, <laughs> but it still it let me watch it, and I do not pay anything for epics. So no. I don't know what the deal is there. Some epics deal that they have, yeah. I guess. Um, cool. Honestly, I don't know if I'd call this epic. No, but it's definitely Saint Mod the movie. It definitely um, is. Hey, I think we're. It's time for that next segment. Do we have a jingle for today? Uh, uh. Wait. Okay, I have too many instruments here. Wait. Okay, this is a. Okay. Wait. Wait. Um. Yeah. Wait. This is like really folksy. I don't know why I'm about to play this. Hey, go. Go ahead. 
I'll just do it anyways. It's like the vibe. Uh, Time for questions. Yeah, you heard it here first. It's Q and A time <laughs> <laughs> from our our local band, Jeff. Our um, our local our local folk, folk guy. guy. Yeah, uh, this first one comes from the subreddit. We're really uh, running low on questions on that subreddit. So if you guys have questions, you know pop what. Them in there. It's it's probably because Carson and I have not gone on that subreddit in like two months. Yeah, that's that is a good. I of, got scared off. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back though. I will come back to it this week and check it out. Yeah, you got really loud just now. And I don't know what that's about, but um, it's probably fine. I wanted to just I wanted to emphasize yeah. how much <laughs> how how quiet we've been in the subreddit. Yeah. by getting loud on the podcast. Um. Oh yeah. Yeah, I well, to, anyone who fell asleep, I want you to wake you back yeah, up. Get up, get up. We need get questions. It's question time. It's question time. Uh, Luke W seven 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 four asks, "Do you have any good stories about quitting a job?" Um, you know, I I actually so don't. Um, I've never quit a job in in like a conventional yeah way one of them i was a part-time employee and then the guy and then i was like hey i'm gonna go to film school and mm-hmm. it was an anthropology job yeah so they're like yeah like we're just like not gonna ask you to come back anymore since you don't <laughs> want to do anthropology <laughs> that's kind of a funny reason to tell yeah. someone to stop <laughs> they're like yeah we don't really have it in the budget but like clearly what he meant was like yeah like the school's not gonna want me to like let someone have this job since yeah. There's a bunch of anthropology students who went to that school that I was at. Because this yeah. wasn't even the school I went to. I just had a job there because it was in Tampa. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, they were just going to hire someone else Yeah, who wanted to do anthropology. Which, you know what? Honestly, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's reasonable on their part. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. That's the thing. Also, I've... my boss's name was Jeff. So yeah. Oh, you know, you can't it's, have two uh, of them. I'm, you can't, you can't be, you can't have two of them. Two Jeffs in the same room. You've never seen what that. What if that was his reason? He's like, actually, when I hired you, I didn't know your name was Jeff. So uh, like, it's not going to work out. You either got to go by Jeffrey or you're out. And you're like, hell no, I'm Jeff. Um, I'm like, I honestly could not do that to myself. <laughs> I'm a Jeff. You're a Jeff. Um, yeah, I've never been fired. And I've never like walked out of a job in a really cool way. Um, we have never talked about what jobs you've had, have we? We've touched on it. I, I think you know what jobs. I'll list them off right now. The the big ones are I was a golf caddy. Um, mm-hmm. I worked for, this isn't really a job. I worked a weekend at the Irish Fair in St. Paul selling shirts. Uh, but that was a very, it was a very exhausting yeah. experience. And then I was, uh, I worked uh, at an ice cream shop called the Dairy Delight. Um and I was a desk receptionist at DePaul in the dorms for two years. That was uh, a lot of D's. Yeah. I, <laughs> you were like, Dairy Delight, DePaul, Dairy Delight, dorm, DePaul desk. desk receptionist at the dorms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it's funny that the desk receptionist job, it's like when I uh, got it and I had to go through, like, training. It's, like, technically security. So I can say I worked security, which... When I was doing yeah. the training for it, I was like, Jesus, I'm not fit. Because 
if someone tried to break into the dorms, I would not do a good job. I'd be like, oh no, they were paying. Well, first of all, they were paying you actually kind of a good oh, wage. Oh, it was. To be honest. If I'm gonna be honest, if anyone's gonna go to DePaul, try and get the desk job because it's a fucking. It is the. It is a genius move. They pay you a lot. I forget what the rate was, but it was good money. And you just sit there for four hours, and you can just do whatever on your laptop. I would watch movies. <laughs> and just yep. uh make videos i'm just like this is it's such a good gig um yeah so that was that was a really good job i only stopped doing it because it's like i just didn't really need to do it anymore and i had uh more videos you had, had youtube stuff i had youtube to do um and that's my current yeah. job is i'm a youtuber which you've not been fired from no no thank god yeah <laughs> can't get fired from this <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. only way you can get fired is if youtube is like like three strikes you right yeah then they take down your channel which or if, you don't have any strikes i don't have any strikes or if like all my sponsors were like hey we don't want to work with you anymore but that's actually not yeah. what's going on i just got a really yeah. cool sponsor that uh i i can't really talk about them until i put the video out i don't think but yeah that's good pretty cool they yeah, congrats on the new sponsor of stuff, of stuff yeah good okay that's see that's the thing is that i want we need to get this podcast if we you know get a bit more people we could try to get some sponsorships mm -hmm. for this yeah i want i want some free product i you know what fuck it i can say it no i can't say it i'll tell you after the podcast you'll tell me after you'll tell me after yeah. um anyways yeah so no no good jobs about quitting um yeah, yeah. just that one time that my boss told me they didn't want me back because I was doing film instead of anthropology. Yeah. And your name was Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. Uh, this next one comes from uh, Chuck the Duck over at the Patreon. Um, and, and if you guys didn't know, if you're a $15 patron, you get those questions answered in these episodes. Um, these ones. These the ones, ones listened right to by literally, literally thousands. Thousands. Yeah thousands um, at least over 1000 sometimes i guarantee thousands. you at least 1001 people will hear this yeah uh and it's most deadly experience of your life um most deadly <laughs> most deadly i will I'll, I'll come clean i think it was my first uh aller allergic reaction in the ninth grade Ooh. not the ninth grade actually yeah That's it was a the ninth good grade. one yeah i don't know why i made that sound like i was <laughs> happy Impressed. about that you're like nice I'm like, that's nice. awesome yeah sick have i ever told the full story i probably have um, you know what i don't remember but also i have a terrible memory yeah it's pretty brief i, I won't keep you guys but uh <laughs> it was in yearbook class I, I had a granola bar and i started my throat got really itchy and i kept going to the water fountain and i was like it's not really getting better and then I went down to the, and then I was like, oh, I think I'm having an allergic reaction. So I went down to the nurse and she was like, yeah, you're having an allergic reaction. So I had to call my mom. And this is, mind you, like 30 minutes into the reaction. So I called my mom and I was like, hey, mom, I'm having an allergic reaction. I need you to come pick me up and drive me to the hospital. And we lived far away from school. So it was like a 25 minute drive until she got there. Uh, and then it was another like 20 minute drive to the nearest hospital. And then another like, however long probably like half an hour until like they gave me something and it kicked in um so it was a long time before i got any care for it 
and the, so they didn't have like an EpiPen in the no, school. No, I think they gave me a uh, what's it called? Like a Benadryl? Not a Benadryl. Benadryl? Yeah, Benadryl. You know, Benadryl is an antihistamine. So yeah, that would yeah. Make sense. It's just uh, not very good care for someone getting getting a, an allergic reaction. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they it's did, better than nothing. But they did that, and I had a terrible, terrible. It was like really bad. Like I had hives all over my body. Um, was clearly having trouble breathing and the doctor was like yeah you probably had like another hour and then you would have died and so that's the one story i have where i can say like i was one hour away from dying yeah well really anyone's one hour away from dying depending on what you do during that hour yeah i mean i i I could be like a few minutes away from dying if you could just i could get you know a paper clip and pop it in a socket yeah i could you know yeah um i also Right as you began that story, you said, I don't want to keep everyone too long. I just thought that was a really funny thing to say to a podcast that anyone can voluntarily turn off whenever they want. You made it sound like you were talking to like... I know, I just, I wanted to get out, get out while I could. I don't know. Um, Yeah. Uh, What about you? I have told this story before, so I'll keep it brief. But I think that, that the time that I was on a class five whitewater rafting rapid yeah and i yep. my raft got stuck and i had to try to jump out of it to another raft and i didn't make it in oh god that's yeah that's a much cooler story than mine to be honest but it's also yeah, very except scary. For i was like i was like 11 or something so oh, or 12 god. so it's not as cool no it would have been cool if i was like some like sick extreme yeah sports guy got big muscles but nah, i was like a 12 year old like, yeah yeah that's actually on a terrifying. family trip I was. Probably... I don't know why we were on a class five rapid. That seems a little bit sketch. Yeah. Parents. How old was I when this happened? That must have been like. I, I probably. You were probably like six. Six. I guess that's not that young. You're not that much older than me. I don't know why. Yeah. I mean, I'm like <laughs> older than you, but like, not a ridiculous amount. No. No. Um. Cool. Like if I was. If I was like forty five, that'd, that'd be weird. Be, that'd be nuts. That'd be kind of weird to have a I'd podcast be double your age. with a forty year old. Yeah, but that could be our thing. That could <laughs> father and son. Right? That'd be yeah. <laughs> we would that people for sure would be like, oh, that's an interesting. That's concept. interesting. There's there's two guys talking about movies and one is like super old compared to the other one. Yeah, but they both went to the same college together. That's the crazy yeah. part. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, also we would have like um, we'd have like a twelve year old too to make it like so it's like three people where it doubles yeah. each time and then we have a baby who will sometimes yeah, say something a three-year-old and a baby and, and a... the baby's just crying over the constantly <laughs> and we don't know how to mix it so it's just crying is the only thing you hear but we also should throw in like one really old man and who's like so <laughs> yeah, close so, to so dying you'd have 90 it would be 90 if you double 45 <laughs> <laughs> one of our episodes this isn't funny one of our episodes were like uh gerald passed away this week so we had to replace him we have uh <laughs> uh some other old that, name here the most insane podcast a podcast where everyone is double the age of the other host everyone keeps dying and we're like it's henry's second birthday today <laughs> so everybody say happy birthday to henry and uh on that note carl died yesterday yeah. in his sleep um <laughs> we're just constantly <laughs> the whole podcast just updating the yeah. live because there's so many hosts <laughs> it's like yeah and uh thomas uh he got cut from his t-ball team <laughs> which i don't you can't i didn't know that could even happen it's 
your the parents pay money to put you on the t-ball team yeah so i think you get cut but thomas was thomas got really cut, bad at t-ball but george got a promotion at his job um yeah after 10 uh, years congrats, of working george there. congrats george um I don't know what age George is because if you think about the doubling, that's, that doesn't make any sense. If I'm the 45-year-old and you're like the 23-year-old, then there's George, only 90 and then 12 on each side of us. Yeah, so they couldn't have a yeah, job. I never, never put that one together. <laughs> <laughs> I just assumed we'd have a bunch of people and they don't. So either, either, yeah, either George at 90 is really still working <laughs> Or you're doing some child labor stuff with the 12-year-old. Still working and still getting those promotions. Um, yeah. It's like, and our today's sponsor, uh, Lisa Mattress. George died <laughs> sleeping on it. <laughs> he was overworked. But he was so comfortable because those mattresses are fantastic. <laughs> He died um, doing what he loved. He died doing what he loved. Sleeping on a Lisa mattress. Sleeping on a Lisa mattress. You can use code CarsCast. <laughs> use code RIP George. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's a really good idea, actually. We should make it happen. Um. Uh. Anyways. Anyways. Uh, I, honestly, we are almost out of time. I think we should leave it there for questions this week and uh, save yeah. these other ones for for later. That's fair enough. Um, well, that was questions. We don't want to keep you too long. We don't want to keep you too long. <laughs> we know you guys have things to do. Um, so, uh, lastly, we'll do our wrap up, and uh, I'll start by reading a review. We read reviews at the end of every episode to encourage you guys to leave reviews. We love hearing what you have to say about the podcast. Um, this one comes from Isaac221, spelled E-Y-E-S-I-C, uh, from Canada. Five stars. Uh, subject line is 10 out of 10 would cast again. And it reads, hey, all Isaac from Canada here. May I say, as a longtime listener who is active in the community, this podcast is incredible. I listen to it at work and walking my dog, and it helps me so much. Hearing these sweet boys talk, just talking about whatever they want, is infinitely entertaining, and I look forward to it every week. Also, Jeff is incredible and super kind. Thanks for also using the Pilots poster. Listen to Carscast now. Thank you, Wait, Isaac. Isaac's the uh, the one who made the pilots poster. Guess so. Yeah. So shout out to Isaac. Great poster. Who... I so yeah. Thank you so much for that poster. Um, yeah. If you uh, have seen on it's on Letterboxd because uh, I made a poster initially that was terrible. <laughs> it was so ugly, um, and luckily Isaac stepped up and stepped made up one and that was made something awesome, cool. Yeah. So uh, shout out to Isaac two two one from Canada. Um, next movie, Jeff. We haven't talked about the next movie. Uh, do you have any suggestions? Um, uh, I I'm wondering what you want to watch. I don't know. Let's see. Actually, what's like popping? What What would be like something relevant for the kids? See, it uh, would make sense if we did something like this every week, where we're like, "What's popular on Letterbox?" I know. And that's, then watch one of those. Well, that's what I'm doing right now. We could honestly. Yeah. Okay, you want to watch? We're a little behind, but do you want to watch Army of the Dead? It's that new Zack Snyder zombie movie. It looks oh, I'm down. Very colorful and crazy. 
Um, yeah. And it's it's on Netflix. So that's really just the perfect yeah. movie oh, for the Cars perfect. cast, I think. Let's absolutely do that. Um, I've heard mixed things. Some people really hate this movie. Some people think it's fine. Um, but no one loves it? Some people really like it. Yeah, some people say it's a lot of fun. So You're like, some people think it's trash, some and others think it's merely fun. bad. <laughs> so, perfect movie to watch. Uh, so, yeah, we're watching Army of the Dead next week. It's on Netflix. Um, and lastly, we want to thank our lovely patrons, our friends. You said Lont. Our, wait, what did I say? I, I, you're going to have to listen back to that at some point, but <laughs> I think you said we Lont to thank. Oh, I probably did. I probably did. Um, but the thing is that you had so much confidence by like when you continued to roll through that sentence. That's just, you know, part of the job. I wasn't sure. Right? I can't get fired for saying yeah. lot because I'm my own boss. <laughs> Who would fire you? Would I? Do yeah, I have that power? You'd be like, listen, man, you've just been tripping up on your words a little too much. Um, we're going <laughs> like, to yeah, let you go. I'm, I'm bringing Nick back. Yeah. <laughs> um, All right. Ooh. I'll let you get through the patron names. And we can. We don't want to keep everyone here too long. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, if you want to become a patron, head on over to patreon.com slash carscast. It's a lot of fun. We have monthly Zoom hangouts. We just did one. It was super fun. Uh, we also have bonus episodes, Q&As, shoutouts at the end of every episode like we're about to do. And yeah, it's a great time. And it's a great way to support Jeff and I. It's the only it's, way as of now to support Jeff and I. Yeah, it's a great <laughs> way to support us. And also the Zoom hangouts, I look forward to them every month. Me too. They're so fun. I love they talking are, to you guys. Yeah, especially um, the last few have, have oh, been, they've been so much all fun. Great. Yeah, so. it's just like some nice film discussion that um, Karsten is really good at. I'm, I'm like, yeah, I think I heard of that. Right. Yeah. But then so. Karsten has usually some smart stuff to say, and also, um, if you've ever wondered what it would be like to talk to Karsten Rundquist, your favorite YouTube movie guy, he I, is absolutely delightful. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, Jeff has to talk to me every week, and he still does it. So, but I want you know, to. Yeah, he wants thing. to. Yeah. So, anyways, um, this is this is that shout out that we promised. Um, thank you, AJ Ford, Ben Chow, Blake Root, Boat Boy, Brandon Yu, Brock Schultz, Camilla, Chuck the Duck, David, David Sir, Eden, Gavin Henderson, Grant Gao, Harry Remedianakis, Haytham Khan, I don't live in Ohio, Iva, Jaden Easton, Jacob Colness, John Van Hout, or John Handvout. Have I been saying it wrong this whole time? <laughs> what uh, John, was that? John, a, okay, yeah. John Handvout, uh, Jordan Hill, Judy S., Justin Dickinson, KDT, Kaylee Patney, Liv Rob, Martin Deff, Mary Lee Borslow, Meridian, Micah Simmons, Monroe Page, Nora B., Parks, Riley Ost, Robert Burke, Scumbag from the Book of Dirtbag, Skylar Ermel, Sophia Arietta, Stella Perry, SuperCaliFragilisticExpialidocious, Smitty Werbin, Jaggerman Jensen, Ten Billion, The Monopoly Man, Tom Likes Beans, Vegard Strom, Vera S., Wes Kinley, Xavier Fossier, and Yousef A. Hey, that was one of my best reads. If I'm being honest, I except for the whole those. besides the the Van Hout John Handvout Handvout. I don't know. Has it always been like that? I or don't is that know. Like a prank. It might be a prank, but we're not dissing your name. That's a very cool name. Um, Either way, it's cool. Uh, yeah. Um, and yeah, that's that's gonna do for the episode. Uh, we won't keep you guys too long. So we'll no, we won't let keep you, you very much longer. Go. We don't uh, keep you too long. I will say thank you to everyone for uh, contributing to the Dirtbag campaign or just sharing it if you couldn't contribute. Uh, we did hit the goal, and uh, I'm very excited to make this movie. Yeah. Just, uh, uh, what? 
What you oh, I was going to say, yeah, I was just going to say congrats. Oh, thanks. On the, thanks, the, Jeff. Making it. Yeah, uh, recent uh, discovery, not discovery, but Jaxie will be gaffing the movie. If anyone oh, yes. is excited about that, uh, it's going to be fun. Um, so, yeah, Jeff, do you have anything else to say tonight? Um, I don't want to keep you too long. Uh, <laughs> catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the flip side. Flip side.